Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part five in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. I think there's a really good quote, uh, Bill Gates. We overestimate what we can do in a year, and we underestimate what we can do in a decade. Did I say that right? Or you did. That? Yeah, you did a great. I said that right. All right. So if it's, I overestimate what I can do in a year, and I underestimate what we can do in a decade. So that slow process. So if, if you're thinking about this, like your time in the refuge, like, my gosh, this is a year. I don't have time for this. So like, I, I think you do have time for this. Every actually in, in beyond the refuge, everyone has the time for a year to be really focused on something, to improve something in their lives because it will have a long-term impact. If you focus really intensely on something for a year, that's, that's how change happens. One of the things we all get addicted to is instant gratification. And anyone who's listening to what Austin just said, like, ask yourself, because because what we end up doing, so many of us, we're like, we want what we want when we want it. We want it now. I like, oh man, I can't wait 13 months. I want anyone listening to ask themselves, what's the what have you been doing the last 13 months? Right? What have you been doing the last 13 months? Are you super proud of it? Like, is that what you want to keep doing? Well, okay. If the answer's no, if the answer's yes, then okay. Let's let's have a conversation. If the answer is no, and you're not proud of what you've, who you've been the last 13 months. Okay. Give yourself some time to get better. Cause what we hear all the time, right? Austin is, well, my kids need me. My, my spouse needs me. My friends need me. My job needs me. It's like, listen, you know what they need more than anything. They need a healthy version of you. Yeah. And if your vision is to be a good husband, a good father, a good worker, that's fantastic. And if you're like, well, my solution to that is to stop improving myself and just go be with them. That's not that. I think what we're saying is like, that's not the solution. It's not to, it is to continually improve on yourself because that's what is going to make you a better father, husband, coworker, employee. But it takes time to get to those things. It takes time. Yep. So I think a final thought is I just love the quote, you know, reading the built to lead book by Chet Scott, um, day 107, he says, remember my friend, you must build within first before you get busy packing your bags to leave. Remember my friend, you must build within first before you get busy packing your bags to leave. And, um, there's obviously a very on the nose connotation at the refuge because people can physically leave. But I think what Chet Scott's getting at is like, we're so quick to get out there and change the world and get out there and do that thing. But it's like, not that any of that's bad, but we need to pause and man, it's like, have I, have I done the work yet? Like, am I ready? Right. It's funny because like we make all our plans in the comfort of our homes and our offices and like typically all of our grandiose plans are in safety and where everything's good. But it's like when we get out there and we set out to start something new and we get out there and we start, we try to do something, you know, we're in the middle of this OMOS process at Refuge, like Austin, you and I are doing several projects. Like we're, we all, we all go out there and we, we're, we set off to do something new and we make our plans in the comfort in, our, in the comfort of our of our comfortable spaces, and we just expect it to be easy. And listen, nothing is easy. Nothing good comes easy. Yeah, the best things in life are hard. They're difficult to do. That's just the way the world is, and we can see that as 
as a bad thing or we can see that as a good thing. I read yesterday and this kind of came out from the built to lead book too, but um, I think it was day like 133, but he talked about how a fixed, um, you know, there's a fixed mindset and there's a growth mindset, right? And we obviously all want to be in a growth mindset and a growth mindset is that when I'm faced with pain, I focus on what I'm learning from the pain. A growth mindset is when I'm faced with pain, I focus on what I'm learning from the pain. A fixed mindset is when I'm faced with the pain, all I do is focus on the pain. All I do is focus on the pain itself and I just stay miserable. I allow myself to be miserable. And and what he's arguing is like misery is a choice. Pain is inevitable, but misery is a choice. And people that have a growth mindset, they focus on what they're learning People that have a fixed mindset focus just on the pain itself and doing whatever it takes to not feel pain. But if we never feel pain, we'll never grow. We'll never get where we want to get, right? Those of you that are in the refuge specifically, it's hard. I get that. Like it's hard to say no to yourself. It's hard to be away from your loved ones. It's hard to follow rules. It's hard, you know, to submit to authority, so on and so forth. But listen, Learning hard disciplines, learning um, to say no to yourself, those are tools and gifts that are going to serve you well into the future. And they're they're ultimately going to help you grow to be what you want to become. So as we land this plane, Austin, is there any other thoughts? Because um, because I know I know we're talking about vision and all of this stuff. I think I think lends itself to you know answering the questions. You know, who am I? Where am I going? That's all vision. But any any final thoughts before we wrap up? I think it would be because we're talking about such big things. Sometimes that can be overwhelming about uh, of a, an overwhelming task. And like with any large project or, or something that's really important, it's better to start just something start small. Yeah. Baby step. Small. What's your one baby step? Yeah. So it's just, if it's going to say, look, five minutes, if you did five minutes every day for a whole year, focusing on your vision, you're going to get quite a ways. You don't need to set aside four and a half weeks or hours and hours every day to really focus. And you can do just five minutes a day. Just start with something small and then test it with people that you trust, that want the best for you, that want you to improve, that are a part of your life. So just start with something small. Don't be overwhelmed by this idea. It's like, man, if I don't get this right, then I'm going to go in the wrong direction. Well, part like, here's the, here's the other promise you're going to like, I know that I have when I'm writing out a vision or thinking through it, there's been things that I was off, but I didn't know. I, I didn't know that that wasn't the right direction until I started going that way. And it, it takes, we're going to make mistakes and that's part of it. And that's part of the pain. And we just have to, we, we need to be okay with it because we have to go through that pain to improve. And part of improving is, is experiencing pain. But if we avoid pain, like what you're saying about other, a life changing quote, another great one, Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. So I think what we need to realize is our plans, they're going to get derailed. But if it's a good enough plan, the most important things will still be true even after I got, even after you get punched in the face. So it doesn't mean you shouldn't have a plan. It just means your plan is going to need to be able to take a beating. And that means exposing who you are to other people, being honest and vulnerable and transparent with other people. 
that's the difficult, that's the pain, that's the challenge of writing a really good vision is being honest with yourself, writing it down and sharing it with others. Five minutes every day. That's it. If you know anybody, if you're listening and you know anybody who's dealing, struggling with addiction, men 18 years or older, please visit therefugeohio.org. Um, visit our website. Give us a call. We'd love to help in any way that we can. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back with a new conversation soon. We'll see you then. Thank you.